amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The following is an iHeartMedia Auburn production. This is On the Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser and brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on Six, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. Listen live now at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Dial in to be a part of the show at 745-5525. That's 745-5525. Now, here is your host, D. Mark Mitchell. Boy, I tell you what. (laughs) It's a beautiful Wednesday when you can see Coach Dan Washburn and Jeffrey Craig Sasser on the 16th day of January. Welcome into Studio D. Good morning, Coach Washburn. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, how are you? We're good. We're good. We've got a big show lined up today. You know what? I kind of double booked the day, but we're all good in the neighborhood. We had our Opelike and Auburn City Council meetings last night. We'll hear from uh, Mayor Anders in the second hour. We're going to have Mayor Fuller in just a second. We're also going to talk to the new athletic director at Auburn High, Dan Norton. Hired last night officially by the Auburn City School Board to be the athletic director at Auburn High. And I know Coach Norton. What a class guy. What a good decision from my vantage point. And I agree with Coach uh, well, Dr. Delano and her crew. And the only thing I can say is they've got big shoes to fill in the track department because that man, Coach Washman, as you know, has won a lot of championships at yeah. Auburn High in track and field and, and cross country. So we'll have Dan Norton up. Chris Brandt will be tomorrow to, as long as like Coach John Wadsworth. So. Uh, those basketball coaches tomorrow. We'll also hear from board guard coach uh, Greer as well. All right, time for the forecast brought to you by the Opelika Observer. It comes out today. You can read all about Opelika in that paper. Absolutely free. You can go around town and pick it up around boxes at Bubba's and gas stations such as House Smith's on 2nd Avenue. And you can go by the offices on downtown uh, and 8th Street. You, you can find it at Rice Grocery. You too. sure can, Jeffrey Craig, right there inside. Thank you very much for bringing that up. 29 by George. It's freezing out there. 29, wrap them up at the bus stop. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny, close to 60 degrees. No chance of rain. Low tonight in the mid-30s. Tomorrow, close to 60, but it will rain 40%. This is what it says. 
uh, low in the 50-degree range Thursday night. Friday, looking for 63 and 53, a little small chance of rain. But Saturday, it is going to rain 100%, they say. 66 and 43, a nice day Sunday with no chance of rain. And now we go to the Hamilton Hotline and we bring in Opelika's four-term mayor, my good friend Gary Fuller. Good morning, Mayor. Hey, good morning, Mark and Jeff and Coach. And it's, as always, great to be with you fellas after a city council meeting. And I, Mark, I appreciate you and I, Hart, allowing us to be on to be able to talk to your many listeners, uh, a lot of whom are Opelika citizens and that's who we especially want to talk to about the city council because uh, that's your business and it's city business. And if we spend any money, it's your money and my money that we spend it. Well, Mayor, the pleasures are, and you do a tremendous job of being transparent and giving us up to date. And it does a good job for me because I keep up uh, with what's going on and don't have to be there. And so <laughs> well, I like go. that. And you know what? I wish I had been there last night, Mayor, because mm-hmm. we had a special night last night. Oh, it, it well, really I, I don't mean it. I wish you didn't have to have that night, Mayor, but it no. was nice to have the night. How about that? Yeah. And, and let me give a little background on this. Back, I don't know, several weeks ago, uh, my friend Ike Scott called and started. we started visiting, and he was telling me about how Scott Bridge uh, uh, built the new bridge over 2nd Avenue back in the late 90s. And uh, he said, you know, that bridge has never been named. Well, I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't sure where I was going with this, but he said, you know, Sharon Robinson Fuller was an Aldot engineer, and that was her first big project. And he said, I think we ought to name that bridge after Sharon. I said, what a terrific idea. So I talked with Council President Eddie Smith, and Eddie certainly agreed, and as did Patsy and Tiffany and Dozier and David. So last night, Mike uh, Hillier had um, produced us. He was already produced the signs, and they'll be erected today. But we had John and and Catherine in Houston uh, join us last night along with a Standing room only crowd, a lot of uh, fact Sharon's mom, and I, I know I met one of her brothers and a couple of her sisters, and they were down from uh, the Cullman area, and uh, a lot of folks from Trinity United Methodist uh, youth group, and and other folks were here to to witness that. And frankly, Mark, it was a little tough for me. In fact, I didn't finish the entire resolution that I was going to read to the group. I got to a certain point, and I just said, you know, we, we, we're we going to name this bridge after Sharon and ask uh, Houston and Catherine if they would unveil it, which they did. And um, so that's fitting, and, and that was appropriate that we do that. And uh, Sharon obviously was an, an outstanding person, a committed Christian, very active in the affairs of Trinity United Methodist. She was a member of the Board of Trustees, Finance Committee, Personnel Committee, and and did a lot of work with the uh, with the youth. And of course, she spent 26 years with the Alabama Department of Transportation, and she was a project engineer and assistant uh, district director. And so um, that was a fitting thing that the council uh, did last night was uh, uh, passing that resolution and. We were happy to to recognize John and Catherine in Houston. I, I know they they miss their mama and they they miss their and John misses his wife and 
So uh, we we did that, and that was um, you know what a, a moving experience for for all of us. You know what, Mayor? I, I John lived we lived together at the time when he met Sharon and before when they got married, and I used to give her fits about that bridge. I'd always say, "When are you gonna get the bridge fixed so I can drive down <laughs> Second Avenue?" So I give her every day. I'd go, "Sharon, when are we gonna get this bridge open?" So anyway, Mayor, that's that's awesome. And I, I you know what, living in a town like this, uh, to be able to do things like that, I know you can't honor everybody, you know, and there's a lot of special people that die every day. But kudos to Mr. Scott and the city and the council and everybody for doing that. Well, and and, and Mark, one one final thing about that, you know, to my knowledge. We have four bridges named in Opelikon. First is the Tenth uh, Street Bridge, was named for the late Sam Morgan. And then, not long after I became mayor, I asked the council to name the Gateway Bridge over First Avenue. That's 280 Gateway, the Guy Thompson Bridge. And then the, the last bridge before last before last night was the Colonel Robert Howard Bridge out at uh, exit 58 at Tigertown. Correct. We, uh, Governor Riley and Representative Hubbard, uh, Governor Riley spoke at our Veterans uh, Day observance back, I, I can't remember, well, he was still governor, and um, and, and uh, announced that we were naming that bridge after Colonel Howard who was an Opelika native and a Medal of Honor recipient. He was our first. And then, of course, last night, naming the Second Avenue Bridge after Sharon Robinson Fuller. So four bridges named after four outstanding people. And, you know, Mark, that's not something we do uh, lightly. We're very serious about uh, naming uh, things. And, you know, because it's a forever uh, situation in our case, so I'm go. glad we did that. And Mark, we did uh, recognize we had some ladies come up. This is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and um, we had um, Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Yeah. Oh, I have heard a lot of nasty stuff about this mayor. Oh this man, let me tell you me. what we we don't have we don't have a serious problem here, although. Chief McCarran reminded me that back, I don't know, a year or two ago, we we busted up some folks that were uh, in prostitution with uh, some some younger girls. And um, remember that, that, Mayor. That's human trafficking, and uh, where they try to exploit people, and you have victims, and it can be children, it can be adults, um, but it, we, we want to raise awareness of the issue, and our police officers have taken courses on how to recognize it, and of course our medical professions, uh, professionals uh, are taught how to recognize it. If, if someone comes into their office that's maybe been a victim of abuse, <clears throat> so we had East Alabama Mental Health, the uh, Twin Cedars uh, folks, and then the uh, Alabama Department of Human Relations all came down, and we presented them with a proclamation. Other than that, Mark, Joey Motley gave our building permit report for December, We and the, the number that we immediately look at every month are new single-family homes, and in December we permitted 13. So for the first three months of the year, 
October, November, and December, we permitted 55 new single-family homes at a, at a value of $13.3 million. You know, last year we set a new record with 253 new single-family homes. So we got a lot of holes in the ground, a lot of construction going on, and we're in favor of that. Good deal, good deal. And I see we had three re, three more reappointments last night, maybe. To we some, did, and uh, and it gives me an opportunity to... We reappoint three to the zoning board, is that right? Yeah, the zoning board of adjustments. That's uh, Tippy Miller, Jay Walters, and Chris Nunn. And that, um, you know, once again, Mark, we're so dependent upon volunteers we had a work session yesterday at the Planning Commission, and uh, the Planning Commission, let me tell you who's on that. Lewis Cherry is the chairman. Ira Silverman is the vice chairman. Then members are Dale Vaughn, who is a 20 under 40 graduate, Police Chief John McCarran, Dr. Arturo Menifee, who is with the University of Alabama, then uh, Councilman David Cannon, um, Lucinda Sanford Cannon and Mike Hillier and myself. We serve on the planning commission, but you know those folks are volunteers. They they volunteer to do that. So um, we'll we'll have our regularly scheduled planning commission meeting next uh, Tuesday at three o'clock. All those are open to the public if anybody ever wants to come. Mayor, what if uh, someone wants to be on those boards? How do they go about doing that? Go to the city website. And then there's a volunteer form that you need to fill out and fill that form out and submit it. And uh, Bob Schumann, our city clerk, Bob will get it. Then he will distribute it to me and to members of the city council. And then as openings occur, then we'll look at, at that pool of applicants to see if someone has expressed an interest in that, in that particular yeah. board or group. Uh, it, it, we we do ask that you live in the city of Opelika. I, I think uh, Auburn's maybe looking at making some changes, but we think we have some highly qualified folks in Opelika that are interested in serving, and mm-hmm. we're especially trying to find spots for our uh, 20 under 40 graduates. Uh, Dale Vaughn, I mentioned, uh, we got two on the school board, uh, Antoine Harvest and Tippy Miller. We've got uh, Raven Harvest is on the uh, MPO Citizens Advisory Committee. Uh, Carlton Hunley, I get the numbers confused, the fourth or the third or fourth, (laughs) whatever number Carlton, whatever number Carlton this is, uh, is the uh, chairman-elect of the Opelika Chamber of Commerce. So, and he's a 20 under 40 grad, so... We're trying to get those folks uh, plugged in and engaged because, you know, they're going to determine one day, Mark, they'll be the mayor of the city council. And so um, and they've trained. They've had some great exposure in the 20 under 40 class for this year is underway. And in fact, uh, Lucinda and I and Scott Parker and Todd Roush all met with the 20 under 40 uh, Saturday out at Southern Union. And. uh, Lucinda, I think, did a thing on philanthropy, and I just talked about the city and the budget and how we do things. And uh, Ty talked about community involvement. Scott talked about engineering projects and things we had going on with the city. So 
those folks are, are gaining knowledge, and then they'll spend time, you know, at the hospital. They'll spend time at industry. They, they, they'll, they'll learn. They'll know more about Opelik at the end of their year than they knew when they started. That's good stuff. Well, Mayor, thank you for your time, my friend. I appreciate what you and the city council do. I believe you got this job down pat by now, my man. I think well, you got it. I think you got it. <laughs> hey, Mark, somebody asked me the other day if I was going to run again, and I said, absolutely. We already got that worked out, haven't we? I said, man, I'm fully trained, and Eddie Smith said, that I didn't know how to do anything. Else. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We got the radio handled out here, Mayor. So you're in good shape right there. Yes, sir. Hey, and Mark, let me mention one other thing. I yes, heard sir. you and Coach talking about that ineligible player. Yes, sir. And um, I don't, I don't know the young lady. I, I know she's. I think they're from Troy. But uh, I hope the Alabama High School Athletic Association um, will um, go to the mat on this one and uh, do the right thing. And uh, regardless, and I don't think it's an issue of race or gender, it's about doing the right thing. And, you know, that, to my understanding, the, the, athletic, the high school athletic association, they, they make their rules. That's, that's rules that they've come up with. You so, are correct. You are I don't correct. think Coach Washburn or Coach Savarese <laughs> sits there and comes up with rules without some oversight. And, and I think they have good governance. So <clears throat> you are correct. They have uh, the mayor, uh, 400 plus senior high schools across this state uh, make those rules through a legislative process. It's very laid out, very organized. They have representation there making those rules. They have to sign off on them. Uh, and uh, they, they, they made the rules and and simply they are there in front of schools to interpret and, and give to their student athletes and make sure they don't break those rules. However, this uh, some of these school folks didn't uh, didn't choose to attend some of the meetings where those rules were explained. Maybe that might have been some of the problem. But uh, indeed, uh, Mayor, I, I, I'm with you. I hope the uh, Mr. Savarese and the Central Board of Control will go all the way and get every appeal in in sight to mm. uh, to use this. Not against anything for the young lady. I want all all student athletes. But when you break a rule. Uh, the ineligible athletes have been forever and ever. I was there. Mr. Scott was there. Cliff Harper was there. They ruled kids ineligible, and they were ineligible. Some of them for a year, some of them for more or less. But indeed, this this girl is an ineligible athlete because she has violated one of the rules. Yeah, and and you know, coach, we, we if we don't teach young folks now, we as adults, most of us know, if we don't do the right thing, there are consequences. Yep. And and there are consequences if you if you violate the rules with the Alabama High School Athletic Association. I think that applies to all athletes That's and all right. students. So all of them across the board. I'm glad so, you made that comment, Mayor. Good yes, job. sir. Have a great day, Mayor. Hey, you too, fellas. Take Thank care. You. Yes, Talk sir. Mayor Gary Fuller on the mark. We'll be back with the athletic director, the new one at Auburn High, Dan Norton, right after this. It's a little complicated. All tied up. 7.26 on a Wednesday, 16th day. We're back, Coach. Coach Dan Washburn with us. We'll come to that in just a minute. We'll have Mayor Anders in the second hour. Glad to have Mayor Fuller in the first hour. Now we got another guest on our Hamilton's Hotline. We're going to go over to Auburn High and bring in the new athletic director. That sounds good. Of the Auburn City, City Schools, and that would be 
for the entire uh, athletic department over at the schools. This would be Coach Dan Norton. Good morning, Coach, and congratulations. Coach? Yes, sir. All right, I got you now. I said, Okay, good get, morning. Good morning. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. Yeah, I know you. Uh, tell me what you're thinking right now. Well, I've got a big job ahead. It's totally different for being in a classroom and for coaching, which is what I've been doing for 26 years. Um, Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, it's kind of oversimplifying it, but it's kind of, I've looked at it, it's kind of like a track meet. They're, they're, at a track meet, you've got 18 events going on, and that's the show everybody sees, but there were a thousand things that took place in the background before it ever started. And so um, I'm going to be learning a lot about what go, what, what's in the background. There are a lot of things that I'm, I'm still unfamiliar with, and I look forward to the challenge of learning them. Wow. Coach, uh, when you started, like, like you've been at Auburn High for how long, Coach? How many uh, this is 26 years. 26 years. How many state championships in track and cross country have you guys gotten under? Uh, four cross country and four track. Oh, yeah. I think you kind of handled that situation. You got that down. How's it going to be giving that up, Coach? How was that? That's been hard. Um, actually, January 5th, I went to the, the last indoor meet that I went to um, as as the head boys coach. It was difficult to leave the building. It's It's I'm going to miss the kids um, and, and just miss the competition. I feel really comfortable in that venue, uh, just being in the track. So. Well, I understand that. Coach Dan Norton with us, the athletic director. Auburn City Schools approved last night at the Auburn City uh, Council meeting. Uh, Coach, I, I noticed the names in the paper, and I, I'm blessed to know to have known Coach Wayne Murphy. What an outstanding individual. I know Chuck Furlow. What a great guy. I know Clay McCall, what an outstanding individual. You got some big shoes to fill, Coach. I do, I do. And each one of them, they, they were great leaders, and they, they led in different ways. And so hopefully I learned from them on that. And um, I just want to keep things moving. It's What's beautiful about this situation is, is our assistant athletic director, Jennifer Ferguson, and Teresa Hildreth in that office, they do so much, and they do it so well that I'm stepping into a situation that's in a great, it's in a great spot. And I just want to try to keep it moving forward. Well, you know what? You said two wonderful ladies when you mentioned those. I yes. happen to know those young ladies. And I tell you what, they're a machine over there, aren't they, Coach? They, they are. They are. They've been, care- they've been carrying everything since, since Clay officially retired and um, over the last few weeks. And I'm just, I, I just want to get in there and help them out because I know they've been working really hard. I know they have. Tell me a little bit about what you think. I know that um, I, I've seen your comments and we've talked. You know, I always say when I when I was um, booster club president at Opelika, and when I spoke anytime to a group, I'd always say, "You know what the most important sport is at this school?" Most of them would say football, and I, my answer would be, "No, the one your child plays." But uh, so, you know, the big three—football, basketball, and baseball—obviously draw the most attendance. They get the most attention. 
but they're all sports that matter. And you coach a sport that does not get a lot of spectators outside of the group that, you know, are, are there. Right. But that program, along with volleyball, soccer, football, are just as important as each other. And I wanted to your thoughts, because I, I think you will understand that a great deal. Would I be wrong to say that? Well, I mean, I, then they, they are important because um, every kid has, has a place that's in athletics. I mean, they find their niche. You know, I was a football player through junior high and through ninth grade, and even my sophomore year of high school, you'd look at me and never be able to tell, but I played on the defensive line. Um, you know, I was a small defensive end. When I say small, I mean small. Um, but, you know, I found my place with cross-country and track uh, my junior and senior year of high school and fell in love with that sport. And, and these kids, when they find the sport that they love, um, that's, that's the important sport to them. And Clay McCall did a great job of making every sport feel important. And I think a big part of that was just he was willing to, to, go, to, to go to events and to talk to coaches and parents and athletes anytime. And um, I hope to continue that. You know what? I agree with you. He was there. I've, I've been to your track meets. He was there. I've been to oh, yeah. here. He was there. You know, so you're right. Coach Washburn wants to speak. Hey, uh, Coach, congratulations. This is Dan Washburn. And having worked with the Athletic Association many years as I have in the past, I know that athletic directors play a, a very important role in working with the association and, and all the sports. Uh, uh, you know, it's your – it's your bailiwick till you get to the state games and it becomes a, a state-run kind of uh, atmosphere again, but you're still in control there. And, and, and as you know, if you're on top of things, if you can uh, manipulate a computer, if you can do those things to keep those kids on track, it, athletics does so much for all the kids involved as far as uh, staying abreast with academics, staying abreast with what they've got to do to stay eligible. And, of course, that becomes your uh, uh, in your field. You've got to make sure that every one of those so uh, many 100 and, uh, 120 or 30 or 40 kids that participate in athletics uh, probably more than that at a 7 Ooh, school. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, I was going to say, you just talking about track now, Coach. <laughs> two, two, three, two or 300 kids. That you got to make sure that the paperwork is right. They got yeah. all the eligibility in line. They they are in line for graduation. They're taking the proper courses. All of that's got to be checked by you and your staff. And just comment on that a little bit, Coach, and how you'll uh, dive into that area of it. Well, and it is big. Um, you know, at at Auburn High School, when you in Auburn Junior High and um, the middle school, when you take all the different levels and all the different teams, I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me right now, but it's something like 40 different teams that you're dealing with. And so, I mean, we're looking at thousands of kids that participate or try out and have to have all that paperwork in on the front end as well. So uh, I'm sure there are thousands of kids that are in the system uh, for athletics here. And um, Jennifer Ferguson's kind of dealt with the C2C the, the, and the AHSAA on the paperwork end of it. Um, I want to help her out with that, but she's she's done such a tremendous job with that. And she, uh, you know, we've cleared our audits every year um, with the AHSAA without any without any fault there. So um, you know everything's you know, kind of in good place right there. You know, people and, um, don't hopefully realize, I can people, get in and help out. People don't realize that uh, before any one of those thousand kids uh, participate in a tryout or any kind of physical activity involved in. Uh, Interscholastic athletics, they have to have a, uh, a birth certificate on file, a physical examination form on file, and they've yes, got sir. to have been checked academically. All of that has got to be in place. People really think all that uh, folks that just see it, they can just show up and play on a uh, 
on a Tuesday afternoon or Friday night and or whenever, but all right. of that has got to be in place on that student. That is why athletics is such a educational based athletics is so important in our schools. It it just uh, you ask those players that have gone on and done well. I have them come back to me that are fifty and sixty years old now that I coached thirty and forty years ago would come back and say without athletics and that what coaches played a part they played in my life uh, I never would have been as successful as, as where I am today and that's why it's so important and well organized run athletics in a school is to be commended and mm. Dr. Delano and your principal and the administration has made sure they got the right people in place to, to make that happen. Coach congratulations to you and you'll do a great job. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, Coach thank Norton, you. Coach Dan Norton yes, joining us now. Coach, you're over the uh, middle school and half, uh, high school athletics, right? Yes, sir. That's a that's a big change. That's a big difference for a lot of uh, ads across the state. I know that's been the the case at Auburn. Talk a little bit about that, if you will, having that responsibility. Well, I mean, like I said, it's new to me. Um, it's big. Um, I've dealt with, you know, of course, our junior high programs anyway. We track and cross country. I helped start those programs back or restart those programs. They had kind of fallen away when I came in in the 90s. They weren't in existence at the time. So I've dealt with the junior high level some. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just it makes the pie bigger when you, um, you know, are having to look at the whole thing 7th through 12th grade. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I, and I go ahead. And I noticed your comment about what you thought a good AD is supposed to do. And I'll let you tell that if you will. Well, and um, you know, coach. I mean, I, I think that we need to. Our job in the athletic department is a is a support job. We need to find good coaches and let them do their job and coach. Um, they're the experts on the field um, or in the court or, you know, at the track or wherever, and let them coach. And that was that was one thing that uh, I kind of learned from Wayne Murphy. He um. He was going to try to get the right people in, and he was going to get out of their way and let them do their job and let him support them. And um, so I hope we can um, continue to do that and and find the right people to to put in the different positions to coach. And they'll let the coaches coach and build relationships with kids and and hope, you know, teach them life lessons, not just what's on the field. You know, you you made a very important point. I think Mark had already brought it up, but. You go back to Wayne Murphy. Yes, sir. You got all yes, sir. Of He's got it. You He's got, got all of that experience, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's that's so invaluable. Oh, you saw so I, different leadership that's right. styles all the way through, and you're able to to pick up on and all, all of them that and good. develop your own now. Yeah, all and my relationship with Wayne Murphy goes back to eighth grade football when he yeah. was my head football coach that? in eighth grade. So. And he was an awesome guy. I love yeah, Wayne. Murphy. I worked. He, I worked yeah. with Wayne Murphy a lot. He was Coach Norton. Uh, man, I tell you, you 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 have you've got a big job. You got to hire your track coach, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> actually we're we're not we're not going to do anything with that staff right now i mean i'm not going to be with them but i haven't done actually a lot of track coaching in years minus the distance boys and i call myself a pole vault coach sometimes but i've said for years that i felt like we had the best track staff um in alabama high school track staff that i wouldn't take you know willie hutchinson ledetric oliver and 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 reggie smith and those guys i wouldn't take them over anybody um and so they're going to be fine without me because i was mainly doing the background stuff and Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. They're going to pick up some of the background things and keep rolling. You know what? Well said. Coach, congratulations. 
Thank you so much. I couldn't think of a better person to get the job. I look forward to working with you here. Our, our lines are always open, as you know, Coach. Okay. Well, buddy? thank you. I'm sure we'll talk later. Take care. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Coach Wayne, there, excuse me, about said Wayne Murphy. Coach Dan Norton, the athletic director, Auburn High School, right here on the mark. Forty-five. We rolled on. Got it figured out, man. man. We rolling in it. Yeah. We break the news. I could have broke it, but we don't break it. We hint it. But we had him on. Yeah. Yeah. We kept saying AD was going to be hired. Mm-hmm. Appreciate Coach going. Great guy. Good man. Been through a lot of ads. With them three, not class acts right there now. Mm-hmm. We'll put. We'll take furlough out of the mix. <laughs> You get uh, you get Wayne Murphy, Wayne Chuck Furlow, and Clay McCall together. Oh, that's, that's three, three Stooges three right of, there now. Three of the best. Three of the best. Congratulations to Coach Norton. Ron Andrews, hopefully in the second hour, Mayor of Auburn, gives us an update on what's going on in this uh, city. All right, tell me about the regionals in Bowling, Mark. Jeff, you got that update. Do tell, sir. What we got going on in the uh, HSA? Well, we got 16 in the north, 16 teams in the south, uh, girls and boys. Uh Girls and boys. Uh, we got that going on. Uh, yeah, so, one thing, I don't, I don't like the, the Baker games. Hold on, Cole. You say what now? <laughs> I don't like the Baker games. I like the uh, traditional games a little better because, of course, it's a team sport. But, you know, the Baker game, you know, bowling's a game. Of, is this something we need to take before I go? Yeah, back? let's go get this call before you get into it. Good morning. You're on the Hamilton's hotline on the mark. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? Roberto. Hey, happy New Year, Robert. How are you? Hey, happy New Year, guys. Yeah, Robert. What's going on, Robert? Hey, uh, I did not know about this bowling, sort of actually bowling. Yes, sir. Jeff, That's a state championship state. sport now. Yes, sir. It's probably, what, about five years in, Coach? No. Something like that? Good. Probably three or four. Is it three or four? Okay. If he said five, he knows it, Coach. He's tricky. Well, wow, wow. Seriously, Robert, it is. We got to. Yeah, it gives more opportunity for kids to yep. participate. Get them off that couch, Robert. Get them off the TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is this a, is this a scholarship eligible sport, too? Yes, Ooh, sir. Yeah, and some schools. I don't know school. that now. I don't know oh, how many whoa, colleges whoa, have Jeff's sport. got it going on. Hey, now. we had one sign at a school in Tennessee. You know what? From He's Auburn. right. He's right. Jeff is right. He did, Robert. You know, not every now, it could have been a athletic, I mean, uh, you know. It was a bowling scholarship. I mean, I, hey, that's what I meant. When I left uh, 11 or 12 years ago, I thought that lacrosse would be the next championship sport, but it, it was not. Bowling came in ahead, and uh, lacrosse has not gotten there yet. Uh, but I, oh, there's that, a big that, push that. in Birmingham and Mountain Brook, Vestavia, yeah. no schools for lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a young man from uh, Auburn that signed a bowling scholarship at a school in Tennessee, like Tennessee Martin or Tennessee State. It was something yeah. that he went. Well, good for him. Yeah, I agree, Robert. It yeah, was. So, yeah. Yeah. In fact, let me give you what it says that we've got. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, they begin Thursday in the north and the south at Vestavian Mobile. Um You've got 16 girls and 16 boys teams. Southside Gaston are the boys state champion and um, defending. De- defending boys state champion. Excuse me. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> and uh, Buckhorn will be the highlight of the North Regional uh, in Vestavia. Uh, it says the South Regional will be held at Camellia Lanes in Mobile. Mm-hmm. Baker is the champ of the girls. Auburn defending champs of the girls. So, see, Auburn's got a good bowling team. Uh, eight teams in each division will advance to the fourth annual fourth. Good call, Coach Washburn. You nailed it. 
fourth annual state bowling championship at Oak Mountain Lanes in Pelham, July 24th through 25th. Uh, Thursday's the first day of competition. Three traditional games with all 16 teams being seeded for Friday's championship game. Um, the championship bracket competition will be head-to-head and the competition in a 16-team bracket with teams competing in one traditional game and three Baker games uh, and winner advancing from each round. The top eight boys and girls from each region will advance to the state championship. See, and I don't like the Baker games. Or what is the Baker games? Well, you, you, have you ever bowled before, Mark? Sure, everybody's bowled. Yeah, I put the gutters up, baby, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, bowling's a kind of a game of rhythm. You know, you kind of get in a rhythm. Well, the Baker game is where you, never let's just say you rhythm. got a five-man team and you bowl ten frames. Well, uh, uh, five-man team and you and you bowl ten frames. Uh, that means the number one bowler will bowl uh, one and six. Number two will bowl two and seven. Three and you know three and eight. Four and nine. And, Five and ten. In other words, you only roll two frames. Where you can, I, I like the, I like the idea of, of getting into a rhythm. You know, and and if you had two man teams, you know, you'd bowl, you know, one, you know, swap every other. You getting uh, all this, Robert? Yeah, yeah. You getting all this, Robert? So, yeah. So, see, there's three Baker games and only one traditional game. Good so point, you know, uh, I mean, traditional if you got games where two bowl, Baker games where five bowl. Right. right, right. Well, a traditional game is one a traditional one, game. Yeah, yeah. Where you bowling against somebody? That's right. Oh, yeah, you're looking head for a total head, score. Head, head yeah, yeah, you know, you got a total score. Yeah, where you, you know, you got. Why a, do they do the Baker games too to make it? Uh, man, more I'm involved. More involved. That's a more team. A team. More team sport. sport. There you go, Robert. <clears throat> well, okay. I mean, I'm well, like. I, let me say this. I might watch. <laughs> let me say this, Robert. I was going to say. If you've ever watched him on Sunday, which I have, because Jeff makes me flip over there sometimes, because uh, he's always on it. But he'll go turn your TV over to so and so, and it'll Sunday. be bowling. Oh, Jeff's PBA at coach. twelve o'clock on Sunday's coach. Put it on ESPN. You and Jeff are together on Sunday. No, sir. He'll call me. Oh, I'm not with him. Anyway, Robert, uh, I don't I was, know what to deal with. <laughs> yeah, you I'm you know, get left out in the cold. No, yeah. you don't get left out. Of here. You was worried about something real quick. But anyway, Robert, I can't find my bowling. I sent it to you, Jeff, and I can't. Oh, here it is, right here, Robert. Uh, all right, the teams that are in it. Here, you give you an idea. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a schedule in there. All right, McGill, Tulin, UMS Wright, Baker, Satsuma, Daphne, Gulf Shores, Houston Academy, Northview, Stanhope, Auburn, Spain Park, Oak Mountain, Thompson, Pelham, Vestavia Hills, and Homewood. On the boys, Murphy, McGill, Tulin, Baker, Mary Montgomery, Spanish Fort, Foley, Houston Academy, Northview, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Stanhope, Elmore, uh, Auburn, Oak Mountain, Spain Park, Hoover, Thompson, Vestavia Hills, and Ramsey. Uh, then you've got Lamar County, Northridge, Hillcrest, Holy Spirit, Corner, Gardendale, Hewitt, Trussell, Pinson Valley, Southside, Etowah, Hartsell, East Limestone, Sparkman, Grissom, Hazel Green, Randolph, Northridge, Lamar County, Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa, excuse me, Holt in Tuscaloosa, Shades Valley, Corner, Hewitt, Trussell, Pinson Valley, Southside, Gaston, Gadsden City, East Limestone, Hartsell, Sparkman, James Clement, Buckhorn. Hazel Green, that's a lot of schools right there, Robert. Girls and that's boys a, that are bowling this weekend. All North Alabama. North ton. and South. But most in the North, as Coach said. That is a ton of schools. I agree with you. That was girls and boys, by the way, Robert. Wow. But I'd watch that. Yeah. 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 That's pretty neat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be televised. Like go to Camilla Bowls in Mobile or uh, uh, where's the other one at? Gasson? Yeah, there's one in the best one, I think, is in, Oak, I mean, in Pelham up there, I think, at the Camellia Lane, they say. 
Wow, that's, that's are in Mobile. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me back up, Robert. Take it away, Jeff. <laughs> Camellia Lane's in Mobile. That's a, you know, no Camellia Bowl and all that. Camellia Lane's in Mobile. Camellia, Camellia's in, uh, in Mobile. It's the EMF Camellia Lane's in uh, Mobile. I can't remember the street number. You go to you go up to Birmingham around uh, Mountain Brook and Vestavia. They got some some. The uh, AMF Camellia Lane's are in Mobile, and the Oak Mountain Lane's are in Pelham. Yeah, Excuse Oak, me, Robert. Oak, Oak Mountain Oak. Lane. I'm sorry I messed up on their ge- geography. I'll so, let you talk to them. Does the O have a bowling team? Not that I'm aware does of. Does who have a bowling team? Oh, uh, oh, they oh, may and didn't qualify. I don't know. I, don't, I, I hadn't ever we heard of it. We don't know if they do, Robert. That's, that would have been I believe after it our does. time. I don't think we have a bowling that. team. I bet you Auburn does. <laughs> Auburn coach, I just read them. They're in the final. They're in the playoffs. <laughs> well, I say, I bet you Auburn does. Hey, didn't, That's a good thing, hey, Coach Washburn. You got hey, that. Coach, <laughs> hey, Coach, if, if, if they uh, play what, Auburn, what, what, what are they laughing at? You <laughs> know, it went over them, Coach, and they the defending champions. Really That's what, what he's laughing at. I, I kind of, you, you, you see, I'm kind of kicked around in here, Robert. And it's, oh, oh man. hey, Robert, I guarantee you, Auburn's got a team. I just they won that thing last year. I, did, I, I just ran these championship programs for 17 years, so I don't Ooh, know very little about it. Hey, didn't, uh, didn't uh, Borgard have a, repre- a team go one year to the uh, state bowling? Well, that's fishing. Fishing has got a, a – I'm quiet. A, He's 17 years. 15. Right? Fishing, fishing has got it. Uh, what else, Robert? Coming in there, bass fishing. <laughs> Anything else you think you ought to be established, Robert? What, what do you think yeah. the next sport is going to be? Now, honestly, honestly, I don't have a problem good, with bowling. I don't either. I don't have a problem. I really don't have a problem with bowling. I, I don't either. Crick, I don't either. sport, I, lacrosse. I, I, I don't have, have, have had one, it was – Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, right close to me, I'd probably go to it. What, bowling? Exactly. bowling. We got two here in Normandy. Well, I'm going to say lacrosse, the next championship sport <laughs> will either be, either be lacrosse or cornhole. <laughs> Robert, what happened to the tide? Oh, man. Hey. Turn the ball over the way they did, and then uh, get inside the red zone and, and don't come away with points. You're going you're gonna to get it handed to you every time. Hey, they give if, up, you co- if you don't cover somebody running there straight down go. the field, it's got something to do with it, too, they Robert. They didn't play defense. Wide open, They didn't play defense. One of them fell down, and the other, he just ran but wide. But you know what, my man? There was two teams playing undefeated, and they were one of them. Yeah, there was one of them, Mark, but golly, man, it didn't look like it. No, it didn't when it was over. <laughs> it didn't look like it when it was over with, man. I'm telling you, I, I, I kind of feel bad for the kid that got beat and then ended up hurting Which himself. One? That that, oh. that was adding salt to the injury right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that looked bad. 
But look, I, I wanted to ask this question. Uh, we were talking about the ADs, right? And I was listening to the uh, job description of that. How do these guys juggle being an AD and a head coach? No, no, he's not a head coach. He is AD. No, no, no. He's not no, asking that. that. He's not that. You're not even listening oh. to his question. I thought you meant him. There's a lot of guys across oh, you're talking state about across, are head, head football coaches Robert. and ADs. They don't Here's do the, the job. They don't AD. do the job. They have someone helping them do the job. That's okay. the only way it can be. They may have the AD in name Tyler, to help boost the Tyler. salary. Right, but they can't possibly do them both well because uh, Mark, uh, you know I'm sitting up here and I'm thinking I'm like wait a minute now being a head coach that's enough irons in the fire anyway. You're a head football, you know? baseball, basketball coach. There's no way you can be AD and do it right with that. There's no way. I don't even. I, I, I don't care how small the school no. is. Times are changing, Robert. Got to have it set. They don't. Yeah, don't do a job. Yeah, because we've sat in oh. here and listened to. Uh, Coach Bacall talk about having to schedule buses. And not just scheduling buses. And we're talking about a big school, a top five school in the state. Yeah. Not just scheduling buses for the high school. He's got to, he's got to have that schedule for the, the middle school. And Every program. You know, so, you know, like 32 buses in a week, you know, or yeah. something like he that. He went over that, Robert. Every week. Yeah, and some, I mean, we're just talking about Auburn. It's Opelike. It's Borgard. It's, you know, every <laughs> state. The bigger the school, the more. But to answer your question, Robert, more and more are getting away from a coach in a big sport being the AD. Uh, it helps sense. in salary, that, that, but it does not help in administration. Right, but it, 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 for them to get away like that, that's, I feel that's a beneficiary to the student athlete. Yeah, it's a it, you got to have help. I agree with you. You're 100 yeah. percent on that. Because look, hey, then you're going to put undue pressure on that coach because after his season's over, he's got a family too. Well, he's expected to go to basketball, to wrestling, to and then. You see what I'm saying? It's very difficult yeah. for, for that individual after he spent 10 to 15 to 20 weeks on a football field, turn after coaching to his family and go, now I won't be home because i got to go to basketball, wrestling, volleyball, whatever, you know. So, right. yes, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Hey, Mark, I got, a neat, I got a neat Alabama basketball story for you. I don't know if you heard of, heard it before, but uh, they're trying you, to get you're, a familiar with Dun- you're familiar with Dante Hall, right? I am. All right. Well, you know, when he was in, you know, he's from Luverne. And he was he's the only uh player in the history of that school system to get a division one scholarship. Didn't know that. Yeah, major major scholarship. Uh and when he was in the eighth grade, his dad died watching him play basketball. Passed away right there in the stand. Mm. And uh and uh I think they said that Dante made a uh promise to his dad. That he would be the best student athlete that that he could be in honor of his father. And I thought that was real neat. That is a good story. And I, and I think he's doing a pretty good job of that too. He is. I wish they had a guy that could help him, you know, coach. But other than that, he's doing good, Robert. Mark, what? Now you fired the first bow, haven't you? Pardon? You fired the first shot, didn't you? Look, <laughs> did you watch that Saturday, Mark? Did you watch that Saturday? It was, it was Coaching, a buzzer beater. A buzzer beater. You let him go down the court without getting in his way? Coaching, Robert. Coaching, buddy. Mark, they, Coaching. they will make the NCAA tournament. I and promise. they'll play Again. one game. Again. Love you, buddy. It won't be no Love one you, I'll, Love call you you. Back. I'll call you back. We could be screaming till the sun. Good morning. Welcome in Studio D. Oh, we did not have an Auburn City Council meeting last night. I'm all confused. They're opposite. That's the reason I was confused. So we will not have Mayor Anders today. 
Auburn got out, uh, you know, the, yep. the Tuesday was yep. January 1st. We had ours on Wednesday. They had theirs the following week, I believe. No, so you're right. You're right. Maybe they'll get back in. Uh, well, what it was is during the break, they, you know. So, anyway, we will not have Mayor Anders on this yeah. morning. We had him on last Wednesday. 808, welcome to our number two on the mark. D. Mark and Jeff, Dapper Dan Washburn has left the building, ladies and gentlemen. He has left the building. Uh, currently outside, it is 33 degrees. Our forecast brought to you by the Opelika Observer. A little bit frosty this morning. When Man, my window was caked with frost. I didn't really like that too much either. be cold outside in the mornings, you know? Yeah. Like real cold. Anyway, 33 now. Hot today, 57 sunny skies. That's good. 36 to low. Thursday, 59 and 49. There is a chance of rain. 40%. Friday, 63, 53, 10%. Saturday, 66, 43. A 100% chance of rain. There it is. So, in the book, Dan Norton, new AD at Auburn High. We had him on in the first hour. Uh, We miss Coach Brant today. We will have him tomorrow. We'll have Coach John Bobby Wadsworth tomorrow. So tomorrow, Jeff, we'll be uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk to two basketball coaches. All right. So, and we appreciate Coach Brandt for swapping today. Um, and then we'll get Coach Greer's report from Borgard. Okay. All right. All right. So what's going on? Uh, I think we ha- I think we've covered everything. No, we hadn't begun to cover everything. I mean, we didn't even talk about Mister Foot. Ball. You're right. He's a sharp looking guy. Yeah. You know, somebody who Bo asked, somebody asked me that yesterday. We, me, this one, me, me, I ask you. Was it me? Uh, I thought it was Coop. Uh, Coop well, he asked you too, but remember earlier in the day, me and you, that morning, me and you, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Yeah. Bo Nix, congratulations, Mr. Football. Mr. Football. I don't have a problem with that. Nah. You and Coach Washburn said he would win. So when y'all set, hook it up. Yeah, I didn't have a vote. Uh, but I probably would have voted for him. You would have voted on you would. What a minute, you would not. I, I said I probably would have. Oh yeah, okay. You know, after you know all the data was in and stats, and you know, you know, watch highlight reels and stuff like that. All the candidates, I you know, I still probably would have voted for him because he's he's pretty sporty. Man, he's pretty. He's pretty sporty. Or is he is sporty? He's pretty sporty. I think he is sporty. He's a good athlete, good player. <laughs> They'll have to uh, make a decision over there. Hey, Wayne Newton's coming to Alabama. Big E told me that. Did you know Wayne is coming February the seventh in Montgomery, Jeff? Wayne Newton, baby. <laughs> are you going? <laughs> what do you think? Nah, man, I don't know. You seem to be the Wayne what Newton do fan you the, think? You're the Wayne Newton what fan in this think? studio. Can what you name you a think? Wayne Newton song? Uh, yeah. Um, we'll do it after a while. <laughs> yeah, you gonna have to look it up. Just one. It don't. Yeah, matter. the. The, I don't know names of any song, Jeff. I can tell you, you know, the one he sings all the time. Which one is that? Um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're pulling it up. No. I mean, he's big. Uh, all right. <laughs> because I don't know the name of his songs. I just said, can you name one Wayne Newton hit song? One Wayne Newton hit. Yeah, I can name I can, I can uh, name two. I think that's about how it. How about, this would be a good one here. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, how about <laughs> how about this? One? 
last one for the day daddy don't you walk so fast that was that one all right and then all right enough of wayne all right so i don't know a song you got me on that one you knew a lot of people like him i've never been a great fan of him but i mean he's big i know that oh yeah um, Alabama's 10 and 5, 1 and 2. We were talking to Robert a while ago, and um, um, Avery Johnson said, How are you going to respond? Um, and the fo- disappointment of that shot, what are you going to do about it? He said, Um, they hope to respond tonight at eight o'clock, Missouri on the road, <coughs> and then they play Tennessee, Ole Miss, Baylor, and State. Ooh. That's a tough run there. Mm. So, um, what was this about? He wish he'd a hook. What was that? All right. So, uh, there was something else. All right, Mr. Football. Did we go down all the, uh, I don't know who all the candidates. I would no, I know. Did uh, I go down uh, all the uh, two, uh, uh, Talia Taglia. Both. Oh, yeah, we know the finalists. I went over that yesterday. Yeah, well, or did I go over that yesterday? I don't know, but there were some other awards, too. Wasn't yeah, there that's a what I was, was going to go through them all. So we had three area players going to. Uh, yeah, they won some They won some um, awards. Okay. Um, Bo Nix, Mr. Football. Um, um, wait a minute now. The best of the best, okay. Uh, DJ Dale of Clay Chauvel, six five three hundred pounds, had twenty four tackles and four sacks. Um, Vontae Bentley out of Jackson, Olin, four star prospect, had one hundred fifteen tackles. Simon Clemson, DeQuan Johnson from Flomaton, quarterback. He's a junior, completed ninety three of one hundred seventy seven for nineteen hundred yards, rushed for twenty four hundred yards. Uh, he was named MVP in the state finals. Uh, Darian Meads from Hope Blush, rough for 2,634 yards. Um, uh, Muhammad Diabate, Florida signee, made 68 tackles, 16 for a loss, 11 sacks. <coughs> um, uh, Pierce Quick from Hewitt Trustful, the Alabama signee, paved the way for a couple of thousand-yard rushers and a 3,000-yard passer. Ron, uh, Roy Dale Williams from Hueytown, uh, committed to Alabama, rushed for 2,700 yards. George Pickens out of Hoover, senior Auburn commit, 69 catches for 1,300 yards. Lee Witherspoon, we talked about him all year, mm-hmm. Mississippi State Bulldog, 2,800 yards, 53 touchdowns to hold the record. Clay Webb out of Oxford, 6A lineman of the year, number one prospect. Um, and, um, he is projected to play guard at Georgia. Already enrolled to a Tagliavua, finished second. The quarterback at Thompson, 3,700 yards rushing. And Mr. Bo Nix was the winner 
Hewitt Trussell's Pierce Quick and Thompson's two attack of the Avil are repeat linebacker winners. St. Luke's Jermaine Brown was a two A back of the year last year. Pinson Valley's Bo Nix. Tagliavua, Pierce Quick, and Oxford Clay Webbs were also on the Super All-State team. George Pickens uh, was ranked first in the state with 12 all-time Super All-State players. Um, let's see, Will Breland is UMS Wright's ninth major award winner, six player and three coaches. Hazelwood has 12, Hoover 11, and Cortland 10. Bessemer Academy and, Academy and uh, Colbert County have nine. So those are some of the highlights. Um, Nix is a sharp, sharp-looking fellow there. Jeff handles himself well mm-hmm. with the media. All right. So what are you, what are you reading right now? What are you? I'm into? not reading anything. I'm listening to you. Okay. Uh, didn't CJ Lyons have something he had to go? Yeah, through? the AISA back of the year. Yeah. Uh, they were. All right, hold on. I left that out. Let me find that. Do you? Does your phone work? Um, of course it does. Can you look that up? Like, do you mind looking up something to help me out? Like, I have to do the computer. Run the board, run your questions, and you just sit there. So, well, I'm following your lead. I mean, do you want me to look up the AISA back of the year? Yeah, well, they had wards too, and I had them up here, but they're gone. Uh oh. Well, nope. So, interesting. By the way, Coach Brian Blackman, congratulations. Special teams coordinator, T Roy. So, there we go. I don't think we mentioned that either, did we? And it looks like that. Um, he will remain in Troy as the uh, – well, he is going to remain in Troy as a special teams coach. So, yeah, there was a lot of people uh, when they named uh, Ryan Pugh as offense coordinator kind of scratching some heads. That trip Carr from uh, Otago Academy went back. Trip Carr was back of the year, and there was another young man that won something. I remember seeing him last night. Um, from Otago? What he win? What he uh, – well, yeah. From Oliver a, named the lineman. There you go. And did C.J. Uh, – Say that again. Uh, did they list any of the other ASAs? Is that Coach Carr? That's what I wondered. I wondered about that because he's, yeah, it has to be because that's where he's at now. Remember, they yeah. they had the number one recruit class, 818. 824. I applaud all our first responders. Be safe. They do a wonderful job. By the way, it's First Responders Month for the city of Opelika at the Sportsplex. All police officers, uh, fire, our fire, uh, fire department employees, men and women, are uh, uh, medical first responders. You can go to the Sportsplex absolutely free for the month of January. So it is First Responders Appreciation Month. Good deal, Jeff. It is. We're glad to have the Sports Flex. They'll have stuff continuously running all the way throughout, celebrating 10 years. Uh, um, 10 years. So, um, 10, 10 years. years. That's a, I remember when we made, you remember when we made the first phone call? Yeah. Yeah, Tim Gore answered. Tim Gore answered the phone. We're having a great day at the Sports Flex. It was like 7 right at, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right when we started. Yeah, right when we started. Right from the get go. There you go. And uh, I certainly do remember that. There you go. Um, interesting. All right. So we talked about big day yesterday uh, in Montgomery with the uh, Mr. Football and the Football Awards. Back to the uh, conversation where 
it seems to go every day where we're going to discuss a little basketball. Okay. The saga continues. You heard Mayor Fuller, if you did in the first hour, talk about the continuing um, drama, saga. What would you say, Jeff? Uh, of Miss Davenport. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a shame that, you know, you know, the student athletes being punished due to ignorance of uh, adults. Correct. Correct. But it so, is true. I mean, it's. My water cooler tells me that Tuesday in Pike County, they will have a hearing on this. Uh, the injunction from the judge in Pike County. There will be a hearing Tuesday, the 22nd. If I had to uh, take a guess, an educated guess, the AHSA will lose that case in Pike County. Okay, this this is the question. I, uh, this is the question I want to ask. Okay, so we're at Pike County Tuesday, and they okay. lose. No, the judge says the girl can play. Yeah, which is Miss Davenport. Play. Excuse me, yeah, I do not mean to refer to her. Let me make sure I clear this up. I do not know that young lady. I do not have I, zero against her, her family, her mother. I have friends at Charles Henderson. I have some dear friends in Troy. I know high officials in Troy. I know the mayor. My point: I have no ill will at any of this. We're just reporting and we're talking about facts. So now, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So the the AHSAA, you know, you, even in the the national media, you know, uh, you know, tried to contact them. You know, they're not giving a statement. So we only know one side of the story that you did. Well, they've issued a a, a a small statement, but 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 due to litigation, yeah, they're yeah. unable to get okay. their story out. So this goes to court Tuesday. Does all of that come out? Because you yes. know there's going to be it's going to be full of media. Tuesday, every piece of evidence that the Alabama High School Athletic Association has will be presented. Must be presented. Every bit of it. All right. Nothing can be entered after that hearing. Okay. So you come in there and you say, okay, from what I'm hearing, from what I read, Josh Moon, all right, she got the money in August. She returned it in November. 91 days later. 91 days later. She cashed a check. We know that. Held the money for 90 days, 91 days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to know about that. We're, uh, we're going to know that, uh, you know, of course, we know that she went and played. That's okay. And we're going to know that a girl. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Illinois never cashed checks in it right back, and she's eligible. We know that a girl in Missouri cashed a check, and her parents can't afford to pay it back, and she's ineligible. All right. Uh, same case. You know, same case. Or couldn't afford an attorney, too, by the way. Yeah. That was another case they brought up. Yeah. Uh, we know that officials, principal, and the coaches, the basketball coaches, hadn't been to any kind of Correct. rules meeting. We'll Correct. know that. But a representative was sent. So I, I think that this is according ought, to I think HSA. that representative ought to be uh, whoever it was ought to be ought to be in the court. Yeah. Let's find out what they retained from the meeting and the publications, of course, that you can get. That you can I'm, get those online. Yeah. Does Does they send them to all the schools, the member schools, anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's online. Yeah, I'm 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 sure. Coach Norton's got uh, uh, got those publications in his office. You reckon he has the same books we have? I would think. Okay. I, you know, I'm 100 percent sure. How many books and in I here, think Jeff? that Mike Pugh at Opelika has got. You know, and uh, uh, is it Coach Rob Carter? Carter? I'm sure he's got those publications. So they got the rule books and the manuals, and then then you got common sense that comes into place. Like you know, I've known this forever. You know, you couldn't. You know, the, you know, you violate static status. Yeah. Uh, but the judge is still going to say no. He's an elected judge in Pike County, and he's going to say no matter what the rule. And, and, and keep in mind, Coach Savarese will be the 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 person that, that will take the one of the questions from the Alabama High School Athletic Association, if I had to guess. Um, he's the he's the enfor- law enforcement officer, right? He's he doesn't. I mean, there's no okay. I know her daddy. I'm gonna let her play. Then he would be in violation of his job. Does that make sense? I, so, I understand it. Well, well you asked me. So what happens after the judge says, "Okay, they lose, they get in their car, they go and he home"? You ain't got nobody with a set down there that will file. No, no. They're okay. they're now. They are apparently would go to the Supreme. Apparently, no other school, as of today, has filed an injunction against this young lady playing. Any of any school can file an injunction themselves as a member school to block what the injunction to let the girl play. And that would go to the state Supreme. That would be another injunction that would have to be dealt with as well. But apparently there is no one that's going to file an injunction because it hasn't been filed. So I'm saying as an educated opinion here, obviously no other school will take it, take this and say, Hey, Okay. We're going to keep quiet. All right. Okay. So we play out the rest of the season. Right, hold on. The they probably host the. Let me finish. All right. After they say no, the HSA appeals to the Supreme Court. Okay. The Supreme Court then decides if they want to hear the case today, this week, next month, six months. All right. All right. Here's another scenario. Let's say they make, they make it to the regionals. And the first team they play in the regionals, which would the I don't know if they would be in the Montgomery regional or the Mobile. Is it Mobile? I hadn't looked. What regional they would be in? The first team they play says, "Hey, we're filing an injunction. This girl's." Then they'd have to go to court before they would. Do they see the case immediately, like they do in football before the playoffs? It's like two days. They have to, or they're in a tizzy. I can't answer that completely. So you killed a whole season for a whole team. We've done that before. We've done that before. 
But if they let it drag past uh, – One player. One player. If they let that drive past the playoffs, she wins, and they were to win the state title. The Supreme Court to say moot. They're elected to. They can say, look, it's over. It's called moot. It's happened one other time. I mean, I hate it. I mean, I hate it. But and then that's it. They violated a rule, and I think, you know. So what you're looking we at. We have rules created to, you know. What we're looking ahead at is the probabilities that this will never be ruled upon. And they'll get there, and nothing will happen. Verizon reversed the fee. I made some phone calls to see what the fuss is all about. It's my daily.com report tonight. Teachers are sounding off on Verizon, taking to Twitter and Facebook about a fee increase plan for the popular education app, Remind. In my classroom, we use it all the time. Um, I use it, um, I use the app to send out text messages to my students for tests, for reminders on when assignments are due. They're able to respond back to me through um, the Remind 101 um, and ask me questions. Mallory Mitchell teaches high school history in Opelika City Schools. She's not at all happy about what's going on. Just so upset that this was going to be affecting our classroom and our kids and hoping that maybe our voices could be heard and maybe get this reversed or somehow changed through social media. Bringing us to this digital protest, the hashtag reverse the fee is all about an increase Verizon is planning for Remind. In addition to texting, the app is a means of sharing files, assignments, instructions, and notes. Users up into a group like a class or extracurricular activity which allows them to communicate directly without having to exchange any phone numbers but all that might change for Verizon customers using Remind come January 28th that's when the fees are set to go into effect Verizon claiming the fee is necessary to fund spam blocking services if the fees are enacted Remind intends to discontinue providing free text messaging services for Verizon customers, but email and in-app communications would continue to work. That's something Stacy Royster, technology coordinator at Opelika City School, says just won't work. It might, she says, if everyone had a smartphone and a data plan. And so those text messages have been wonderful for our kids. We are a uh, lower poverty school. We're 67% free and reduced. Not all of our children and parents have smartphones. So we're fixing to leave that that group of students that we're trying our best to work with to get them out of poverty behind because of this decision by Verizon. Remind is widely used by a number of churches, civic clubs, scout leaders, and schools. Baldwin County Schools tell me that while it's not the official text notification system, teachers are using it. I reached out to Mobile County Public Schools. I didn't hear back from them, uh, but I did, however, get a statement from Verizon, and you can read that right now under the daily.com section. And that was uh, what Fox out of uh, Mobile and my very own daughter, Mallory Jane and Miss Stacy Royster there. So I'm proud of Mallory for that, Jeff and uh, Miss Royster. So you 
certainly sometimes like to brag on your children, and I just did that. So 842, looks like I'm trying to uh, impede uh, uh, Remind 101. So, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, good information coming in on people is listening. That, is that just an app you can get out from the app store? Yeah, if I, I'm going to be honest with you, but you're going to need to call Miss Royster or Mallory. I just, I, 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 that's my daughter, and I knew it was out there, and I was sent that, and I wanted to get that, you know what I mean? So uh, it sounds to me like it's pretty sad uh, one way or the other uh, for sure. Make sense? Mm, yeah. I, I just, you know, I just, I was just asking. So Verizon's the only uh, ones that's gonna. Apparently so. Apparently so. Like I said, I don't want that. I, I, you know what, Jeff? I don't know that. I don't know anything except what Mallory told me in a short little segment. You know that world in me. I don't. He teaches, and I. Well, I just hate for you know. come in here half informed. Well, you know, just you, you, you stuff, and you, you ain't. I played the mute the news tape. She told you everything you needed to hear. Fox Ten. Thank you. You can go Google. I just know that they use it. They, they do use, use it. App. Your wife uses and it. Charges. I don't know how much to charge. How much is the charge? I don't know, but they're saying that you know it's not good. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Usually, big business wins, right? And you know what? A lot of people are weighing in, coaches, in about that. And you're these people, all of them are right, and they're pretty much saying the same thing. If you have an athlete of that stature, don't you know the rules? And I have to agree with the coaches and the three people that have said this. Uh, Man, I, I had four texts. I had four texts from listeners. One from a coach, and all of them were pretty much the same statement. I'm gonna tell you a story. It and that tells you how common you. sense is, though. I was probably. Uh, and thanks for the text. I guess I was probably a sophomore in high school. One season, uh, I don't know how many baseball players. Uh, Bush Club brought us all white like, warm-up jackets. Oh wow! You know the. Uh, the I got one too. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were, you know, the line, you know. And this was inside. in 1980? Probably, probably 79. 79, okay. They did make jackets then. Go ahead. And, uh, you know, they were, you know, they were nice. You know, had open like the, 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 you know, the block letters across that were so, you know, uh, had open like across them in the back or the front. I can't remember how it was. Might have been both. I and think it was across that, the front. They were black with the red. Red and white. Sleeves. It was a good looking jacket. Yeah, it was a nice looking jacket. Uh, and we got the we got those in the Bush Club paid for them. Uh, back then it was just the Bush Club. It yeah, well, actually, it was it was it, Miss it, Margaret and a few four, uh, three or four. Oh gosh, I don't know who it was. It I, was remember they bought, club, I remember they bought the first bulldog yeah, too. You yeah, know, this you yeah. know, years ago. Yep. And I had no idea how much the jackets were, but with all that stuff on it, they probably were kind of you know. You know, at later. that time they were probably twenty dollar jackets, which would be fifty now. Mm-hmm. When you think, or seventy now? Well, you, yeah, yeah. But then you start putting that block letter. Oh, you talking about them? Bro- oh, they were probably forty dollar jackets then. Yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, you know they gave them to us. And uh, the next year we had a new coach. He said uh, we won't be getting those this year. In fact, all you that got one last year were considered a professional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> you broke. <laughs> you broke the rules. So that's when I first knew about. And you were just a young fifth grader, yeah. junior. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't think anything about it at the at the time. But I mean, you know, you know, your amateur stat. I didn't realize that you know we were been, you know, we could have gotten in trouble. Right. Of course, you know, I don't think anybody ever knew about it other mm-hmm. than you know right there. And uh, in fact, I think I paid the money back. <laughs> 
365 days Stop. later. <laughs> You're so <laughs> awful. You're awful. But if you've got a kid that's going all over the world to play his their sport, their chosen sport, you would think you'd know the rules to, to uh, yeah. the eligibility. Look, I had to find out. Uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I had kids, and I had one who played in uh, in a league in Columbus during the fall every year. And you know, the first year it was just him and one other person, and then you know it kind of caught on, and some other kids started going. You know, and then I had to find out, you know, how many how many of these kids could play on the same team. You got caught with that. Oh, yeah, and good. I made sure it was in that because I'm not going to mess with any kind of eligibility. How many of to- those do you think are messed up every year and never get reported? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had to, you know, no more than I think 50% was the most or something like that. You could have five kids on the same team from the same school or something like that. And, you know, and, man, I wouldn't dare go mess Let with any kind Let me say this, of- by the way. I do want to – I brought it up. Bowling at Opelika, they've talked about it three years and had no interest. We mentioned that. I did want to clear that up. Oh, man, I, you asked that question. Well, I thought we know they had a bowling team and just didn't qualify. I do remember the, when it was brought up, but I wanted to clear. I didn't mean to jump to that, but I saw the yeah the notes. So I wanted to clear that. Yeah, up. I don't yeah. hear a lot of interest in bowling. No, I, mean, I know you still were, have leagues anymore. I don't we were. They didn't know what you know. We were I had been to. About, a, I go ahead. To a bowling Back to your comment. I didn't mean. Yeah. But you're saying that you should know the rules if you have. If you don't, you. Yeah, it's just a. Like beating that dead horse every day. I should yeah, say. I just, you know, just, I, uh, but I really hey, scary. And, see, I, and I wouldn't, you know, and I and I was an outsider again. I was like, man, I'm gonna, I need to find this out. So I talked to the coach, and he told me to explain the rule to me. I said, good enough for me because I wasn't about to let me jeopardize this, somebody's yeah. eligibility uh, for playing school ball. Um, isn't it amazing? how attention from media can put so much pressure on you to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. You know, in, in, in these these media outlets, there's never been any position where they had to make a ruling. They just report on what, what they know. They don't report on – a lot of times it's not on the whole story, exactly what happened. Uh, you know, you, you got rules in place that uh, are, are there to be followed – you know, you know what the rule is, and you go you go play that, and then when they send you a check, you say, "Hey, they sent me a check. What I need to do? Just send it back, tear it up. What I need to do?" Uh, I guarantee you, they. You know what? In fact, they may have known and said, "You know what? Ain't nobody ever gonna find out about this." That would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. When media attention, when media attention becomes too big for you to do what's right. Scary. Everybody wants to be in the rule, man. I know. No, everybody wants to. Wait a minute. Be in the rule, you say? Bend it. Or not, no, not everybody. Just when it applies. Now, the young lady that was ruled ineligible at the other state. She's still ineligible. Okay, well, what? she even asked, where's my help? Jay Billis, go run to ESPN. Yeah, run up there and... Ain't nobody ran up in the Ozark. Robin Roberts, run up there. Good morning, America. <laughs> run up there. NBC Sports, run up there. Run up there. I don't know. So the sad part about it, it may never get ruled on, and they may win it. Yeah. 
Opelika boys won yesterday, beat Russell County. They are now 2-0 in the area. Chris Brandt tomorrow morning. Um, boys and girls at Opelika looking to uh, repeat again and again and again hosting them tournaments, Jeff. That'd be pretty neat. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, waiting to hear from Lee Scott Academy. No, uh, no word. Any word from you on your water cooler talk? No, but I'm gonna fix that. Hey, uh, oh, uh, another question. Yes, sir. Uh, if it was a uh, Joe Blow or Judy Blow that had done this, you know, this, this wasn't gonna play basketball after high school. What would anything be done? Six. Good morning, D. Mark and Jeff. On a Wednesday, let's see if we can't get moose. What is it? The, uh, uh, closing out here at eight fifty-seven. Man, on, I don't know. On Wednesday, we're gonna find out. I can't remember. Over there, DJ of the year, personality. Where's he at? Now they, they got, we can we leave our studio, Jeff? Like no, that, I mean, no. What happens when we leave? Uh, they there. <laughs> what do they do? They play three in a row. Three? Yeah, they may have. Let's see, it's Wednesday. They may play ten in a row. When you say music with no uh, interru- inter- inter- interruption, that's yeah, that we, would be what. Yeah, we don't we don't get to spin records. No, we don't, we don't spin the Hello. Moose. Hey. You're live, Moose. How you doing? Fine, how are you? We noticed that the studio's dark, uh, silent over there. Is it just running on its own? Which one? Your studio. Oh, no. What, how we, we're playing music right now. <laughs> what is it, Jeff? Ten in a row. Uh, ten in a row. <laughs> uh, congratulations on being... The is it the number one morning show radio personality? I don't want to be it wrong, but tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, by the Elk Lodge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, the, yeah. The, Come uh, on, Moose. The, the Oak yeah, Lodge Auburn News. To, there it is. I couldn't get that out. The Reader's, Reader's Choice Radio Personality of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Yeah. Hey, and he's not in the radio right now. <laughs> So any you ready speech like you want to no thank yous no well you know uh, you just caught me so off guard <laughs> um, because it was announced back in October oh so, well, uh, why did we just get the email I don't know <laughs> oh my gosh well the plaque arrived yesterday I guess that's what got the talk going <laughs> please tell me your line please tell me that no yeah it was October November oh yeah. my gosh well Van. Cutting-edge technology, baby. (laughs) Well, you know, it was in the newspaper, so everybody's just not getting the words back. uh, Man, I'm embarrassed now. Hey, we're right on top of it, buddy. Well, you know, uh, you know. Uh, well, he you sent know. the email yesterday. So. I know the plaque. Well, the plaque got back when we got back from lunch, so I think he didn't really realize. I guess. It was oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Time out! Time good. out! Time out! You got back from where? From lunch. Did you go to lunch with him? Yeah. Ooh. 
we back in the saddle, Moose. Yeah, I know. I know. There we go. Congrats, buddy. I appreciate it, <laughs> On the Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 